Welcome to another episode of the Church Engagement Podcast. I am your host, Joel Guthrie, and we are so excited to have Nona Jones from Facebook with us today. We recorded this podcast live at the Thrive Leadership Conference in Sacramento, California. Please forgive the audio. We did this in a not secluded area, so there's a little bit of background noise, but power through. She's going to drop some real knowledge on how to utilize Facebook groups to really grow your church online. Without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to Nona. My name is Nona Jones, and I serve as head of faith-based partnerships at Facebook. Uh, I'm also CEO of my own company called eChurch Partners. Um, in both of those capacities, on the Facebook side, uh, I really help our product team think about you know, the tools that we need to build in order to equip churches to build community on our platform. Uh, on the eChurch Partner side, what I do is I actually help these churches and leaders leverage these tools for ministry. So I have a team that works with denominations and organizations all over the world um, to help them do discipleship digitally. When it comes down to tips and tactics, I think the first thing to realize is that when it comes to Facebook as well as Instagram, the algorithm has changed. You know, there was a time when people could just make a post or even a video and the reach would be pretty high organically. Um, But when the algorithm changed, it changed to prioritize what's called meaningful social interactions. What that essentially means is if you want people to see your posts and you want people to see more of your posts, uh, they need to be the kinds of things that actually inspire conversation, that inspire people to interact with each other. So it's no longer about making statements. It's really about asking questions and uh, taking that even a step further. So when it comes to the way the algorithm actually ranks what we call surfaces, that's you know events, live, pages, groups, etc. Um, pages, which was the primary surface that many people were using in order to broadcast their messages, have been downranked, which means that people don't see that content as much as they used to. Uh, But now, Facebook groups are ranked almost as highly as friends and family content. And the reason for that is the, uh, the mission of Facebook is all about building community. And Facebook groups is really the community building platform. So um, I want you to think of your Facebook presence like a house where, you know, your, your page is your front porch, okay? Mm-hmm. So your front porch contains, you know, like some potted plants. It maybe has some furniture that you never use. It's basically just there as a display. Uh, it's essentially like the, the welcome mat to your home. Um, but a group is like your living room. So it's the space that you invite people inside of so that they can get to know you, you can get to know them, and even more importantly, they can get to know each other. When it comes to ministry, groups are the best platform to use because it really is about building community. And when it comes to questions of you know, the Christian faith, it's all about you know, brotherhood and sisterhood. And um, I think that that's probably the surface that churches are using the least, which is interesting because you know, the, the entire point of a church is to build relationships between and among people. But when we use social technology, we're kind of using it just to you know, share information about the organization as opposed to actually facilitating relationships. Um, so tips, tactics, best practices. So there are many tools within groups that you can use in order to kind of catalyze conversation. Um, you can do live in groups, but the cool thing about groups is there's three privacy settings. There's a public group, which is kind of like a page. People can see that content, whether they're a member or not. Then there's a closed group, and a closed group requires membership. You can only see that content if you're a member. And then there's a secret group, and that's a group that you can't even find in search. You have to be invited. 
The reason why I share that is because everything that you do in a group, depending on the privacy setting, uh, will either be visible to the outside or it will not be. Um, when you do things like live, for example, in a group, you get an opportunity to interact with people in a way that makes them feel engaged with what you're talking about. Uh, you can also use a tool called social learning units which I absolutely love. So social learning units, I believe, is revolutionary for groups um, because it really is purely discipleship. Um, it allows you to create sequential learning in groups. It allows you to create learning modules. So similar to if you were doing a teaching on fasting or if you were doing a teaching on you know, how to get delivered from an addiction, you can create learning units in groups that people can take sequentially. And then on the back end, you can even see who took those learning units. So it's a great tool. Um, you can do things like, you know, hey, how can we pray for you today? And people will respond with prayer requests. So I think groups is, to me, it's the most, um, I think, mission-aligned product that churches can be using uh, today. So I strongly recommend ministries to think about incorporating groups into your social strategy. It does take more work because, you know, if you think about it, uh, your page is your billboard, but your group is almost like your online campus. So there are people there who need to be shepherded. Uh, there are people there who will be praying. Um, there's a lot of vulnerability that you'll see in groups because people feel like they can be their authentic selves. So you will need a leadership team. You'll need you know, a few administrators, a few moderators, just to make sure that the culture stays healthy uh, in the community. Um, but yeah, those are just a few tips that I would give. And I think that using these tools and these tips will enable churches to experience authentic community in a digital environment. You can connect with me. My Instagram handle is at Nona, not Nora. And you will never guess why it's Nona, not Nora. Because I get called Nora all the time. My name is Nona. Um, similarly, you can connect with me on Facebook. My handle there is Nona, not Nora. Uh, connect with me on my website. It's just nonajones.com. And the best way to connect with me is you can get a free resource. It's called Facebook Groups for Churches that I wrote. Just text the word ministry to 345 three, four, five, and you will get that free resource uh, in your inbox. Y'all, what an amazing episode with Nona here at the Church Engagement Podcast. Don't miss out on that free resource. I highly, highly recommend you text that number and get that ebook so that you can start actively utilizing Facebook groups to grow your church online. Again, this podcast is brought to you by Blackbot Face Solutions, leading the industry in cloud-based solutions for your church. Again, thank you for this time. I hope you have a blessed week and you are able to utilize this information to grow and engage your community. Until next time, we'll see you then.